It's time for the Twin Sioux's only local, regional, and national sports show. It's time for the game on ESPN 1400. For the next two hours, we'll get an in-depth look at local sports in the eastern Upper Peninsula and Algoma region and hear from the coaches and players involved in the game. We'll also analyze the college and pro sports scene across the region and dive into the biggest national stories. Now, let's get to the game and join your host, Scott Nason. Greetings and salutations and welcome to the game on ESPN 1400. You can also hear our show online at thegamesportshow.com and thegamesportshow.podbean.com. As the man said, my name is Scott Nason, broadcasting from our ESPN studios here in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. We'll be with you until 8 o'clock tonight, and we have plenty of local sports to cover, and we have our first guest already on the telephone. His name is Matt Johnson, head coach of the Pickford Panthers varsity boys basketball team, who joins us tonight on the game. Uh, Matt, appreciate you coming on, and uh, welcome back to the game. What you can control right now, Matt, at least up until February 1st, are the practices being non-contact. Now, as somebody that isn't a basketball coach, but understands a little bit about the game. Uh, what are some of the things that you and your team plan on working on here over the next, well, couple weeks until hopefully you're able to, you know, resume contact practices because basketball, this just in, is a contact sport. Yeah, well, there's some fundamental things that we can work on non-contact shooting, obviously. Um, we can work on passing. You know, we can work on dribbling. We can work on defensive movements, sliding, defensive slides, et cetera. Uh, and we can work on conditioning. You know, that's a big thing, getting, trying to get in basketball condition. Uh, what we're, we're missing out on is, uh, you know, scrimmaging and defense, man-to-man, tough man-to-man defense, playing it tight, things like that. So, you know, we're trying to overload the, the things that, we're able to do, and then at those later practices, we're going to have to try and cram in the stuff we haven't been able to do. You know, so the practice format is a little different. You know, normally we would have about a half hour to 40 minutes at the end of scrimmage, and, you know, that's that's less, obviously it's zero now, so... Matt Johnson joining us on the game, head coach of the Pickford Panthers boys basketball team. Uh, the games are hoping to resume uh, after February 4th as far as the contact winter sports. And, you know, going back to last March, Matt, what seems like an eternity ago, you know, you had a, a very solid Pickford Panthers squad. And then the postseason obviously uh, went away because of COVID-19 and your football season w- was taken away in Pickford as far as on the field uh, on being unable to participate i imagine the guys on your team have really got to be uh you know chomping at the bit to be able to get back out there because you know this is extended you know all the way back to last march really as far as covid19 and panthers athletics because you guys you know had a good basketball team last season obviously everyone knows about the football team and i would expect you're gonna have a pretty good team this year yeah, you know, I, I felt good about where we were at going into the tournament last year. I really thought we had a chance to compete for a state championship. Um, you know, we were we were one of the best teams, top two in the UP. Um, Dollar Bay was, you know, the other one that was up there, and I had scouted them quite extensively. 
and I felt good about that matchup if we if we were to do our part. And you know, I just felt like we had a good chance to get to the Breslin Center, uh, but we didn't get that opportunity. So, you, you know, Scott, you would think that kids would want you know vengeance or whatever, but that's really not the mood here. Um, the mood is more just appreciating the opportunity and really wanting to to have the opportunity because these kids have had now multiple things taken away from them. Yeah. And they, it's almost like they don't, they don't trust it. You know, like they don't necessarily trust that it'll be there. So it's like, we want to take advantage of it each day. And, and I understand because um, there's just been a lot of change and a new announcement comes every week, but you know what? I'm really we're handling it with maturity, and there's just a heck of a lot of enthusiasm right now in our practice. Right now, Matt, if things hold to form, and again, that's still a big if. Uh, the season looks like it's going to be about seven weeks. They have moved back the districts for boys to March 23rd, and your first contest would could come as early as February 4th. I know the athletic directors are scrambling to readjust the schedules yet again. Uh, you know, obviously, a seven week season, it's going to make for uh, very busy weeks and uh, possibly weekends as far as as your team. Is there a certain amount of games that you're looking to play, or is that still even unknown right now? Yeah, it's still a work in progress. My guess is 10 to 12. Um, that would be my guess. You know, we're working on some things. We want to we want to have a, a full schedule, but um, there's limits. You know, you need to have – there's only so much gym – Time available. There's only so many officials. Yeah, uh, that's another problem. That's going to be a big problem. It was a problem before all this. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's not as easy as it's just sign up unlimited games. So I, you know, I think we'll have ten to twelve. Matt Johnson joining us on the game, head coach of the Pickford Panthers boys basketball team. And Matt, you know, you and I share something in common. We were both former athletic directors, uh, you for a few more years than I did. And certainly you got to give your take off your hats to uh, these men and women right now that are scrambling to do not just basketball schedules, but schedules all over the place. Uh, that can't be very easy. I know coaching isn't very easy as well, but boy, you, you got to give your uh, tip your caps to the ADs trying to navigate through this pandemic. Oh yeah. Uh, Mike Collins is our AD and you know, he's part of our program. He does for everything and he assists, <laughs> you know, run a practice if a coach can't be there. Um, he's got a great positive attitude and, you know, he's, we've laughed. He's been AD for a year, but he's made like five seasons worth of schedule. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we keep redoing it. And then, um, you know, I, like I told our kids, we had all these regulations and, and we're like, these are regulations. You know, we didn't just come up with these, <laughs> these are things that are handed down. So, you know, we have to follow them if we want to be there. And these ADs are, kind of in the position of being law enforcement on that stuff too. Yeah, certainly uh, challenging indeed. Uh, Matt, a couple more questions before we let you go and get to your practice. Uh, first question is, what are your expectations this season for your Pickford Panthers basketball team? And two, who are some of the key returning players that fans, you know, if fans are allowed to go or listen on the radio, because we'll be doing a lot of high school basketball broadcast here uh, in the future. Uh, some of the players to look out for this year on your squad. Well, my expectations is that we have a team that hustles, that executes, that limits mistakes, um, 
that has a high energy team where the bench supports the people on the floor, a selfless team. You know, that's what we want to do in a team that gets better each game. Um, you know, we want to compete to win every time we're on the floor and get better all on the way. As far as returning players, um, Eric Hike has been a two-year starter for us and, and one of our big scorers the last few years. He was our MVP when he was a sophomore. That was the year we had all those injury woes, and right. he came up earlier than expected and performed well. And last year, you know, was was a big part of the offense. Um, really improved defensively last year. Uh, Kyle Rounds is going to play point guard and probably draw the toughest assignment on defense guarding the other team's yeah. <laughs> top guard. And, and, and Kyle's one of these guys who's been, a, you know, he's just, he's been one of our hustlers in practice and he just brings people together. He's got a positive attitude and, you know, we're putting a lot on him this year, uh, both offensively and defensively. And those two are our captains. Um, Hayden Taylor will be a post player coming back. He played on varsity some as a sophomore, was on the varsity last year, but, um, you know, he's had the misfortune of being, of being in school a year behind a bunch of big post kids, <laughs> Eddington and Bath. Right. So, so he came in and just, tr- I was shocked. I mean, he's been running two miles a day and he showed up in tremendous shape. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't, it was a pleasant surprise. So you know, those are some returning guys for us. Um, and, we, you know, we have a good mix. We have uh, a handful of seniors, a handful of juniors, and we have a sophomore, Garrett Orsborn, who we really like. Um, he was a top player in JVs last year, just a hustle kid who just does everything right. And Braylon Rollins is a freshman. Um, obviously that we're high on who's up as well. Matt, uh, real quick, we're going to talk more about this in the second hour. Uh, NFL conference finals this weekend, Tampa Bay at Green Bay, Buffalo at Kansas City. Who do you like in those games? Um, well, it depends if Mahomes is playing. Mm-hmm. If if Mahomes is playing, I think Kansas City. If he's not, I think Buffalo. Um, and for, for the other game, I think... Well, if you, I think Green Bay. Yeah, I think that's a safe pick. As a Bengals fan, were you saddened of the Browns' loss yesterday? No. <laughs> I didn't I think was, so. I just root against the AFC North team. <laughs> Matt Johnson joining us on the game head coach of the Pickford Panthers varsity boys basketball team. Matt, appreciate you coming on. I'll let you get to your practice tonight. Uh, best of luck in what we hope to be a season coming up here in a few weeks, and uh, we'll certainly get you on once again during the season here on the game. Thanks for joining us. All right, Scott. Thanks. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We got more local sports to cover coming up next on the game here on ESPN 1400. If you're looking for friendly, competent, caring insurance service for your home, auto, business, or farm in the Eastern Upper Peninsula, see the folks at Don Wilson Insurance at 110 Dawson Street in the Sioux today. Don Wilson Insurance has worked with Fremont Insurance of Michigan for the past 20 years, and Fremont's been providing the finest coverage in the state of Michigan since 1876. For competitive rates on all your insurables, see the friendly staff at Don Wilson Insurance and Fremont, serving the EUP since 1999. Don Wilson Insurance and Fremont, big fans of Lake Superior State University and the Lakers. 
Looking for a good pre-owned car, SUV, or truck to get you through the coming winter? See the great selection of used vehicles on the lot now at Sue Motors. More than 25 SUVs and 20 or more cars and trucks are available for the huge year-end savings program. Lots of escapes priced to sell, Explorers, Edges, F-150s, and there are nine sedans on the lot. If you want new wheels this winter, see the sales staff at Sue Motors today. Sue Motors on Three Mile across from Walmart in the Michigan Sioux. Hi, this is Scott from Parker Ace Hardware. At Ace, we make painting a simple pleasure. Ask one of our friendly, knowledgeable Ace associates about our Ace Royal Paint, a high-quality paint at a price you'll love. You'll find Ace Royal Paint starting at an everyday low price of just $19.99 a gallon. It's another reason why, from a simple start to a fabulous finish, Parker Ace can help make your next painting project perfect. Parker Ace, the helpful place. Stop by Parker Ace Hardware. We're looking forward to serving you real soon. Stop by Parker Ace Hardware at 819 Ashman, downtown Sioux, Michigan. I support our community, so I shop locally and work with other area businesses whenever I can. My credit union does too, so I became a member there. My credit union offers online bill pay, mobile banking, and e-statements. I get first-name friendly service along with faster, smarter banking. That's an unbeatable combination. Sioux Co-op Credit Union, your credit union, federally insured by NCUA. Visit us online at SiouxCoop.com. Just because another mandate has come down from Lansing doesn't mean you still can't enjoy your favorite food and drinks from Sioux Brewing Company. Open every day, offering carryout. During the present mandate, we're offering $2 off growler fills. So treat yourself to a Laker Gold, Maggie's Irish Red, or 13 IPA. Now on the corner of Ashman Street and Portage Avenue, your town, your beer, Sioux Brewing Company. Since 1916, a lot of independent agents have recommended auto owners insurance. And a lot of parents have taken that recommendation to heart. So have a lot of their children, and grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. As we celebrate our first 100 years, auto owners insurance thanks all those who have put their trust in us. And all the generations who will. Visit Madigan Pingator Insurance Services today on Water Street in Sioux, Michigan, or at MadiganPingator.com. Let's get back to the Twin Sioux's only local, regional, and national sports show. Let's get back to the game on ESPN 1400. 616 on the game, ESPN 1400. Scott Nason with you. I want to thank Matt Johnson for joining us on the game, head coach of the Pickford Panthers boys varsity basketball team. We'll talk more about winter sports here in a moment. We still have some fall sports to wrap up in the state of Michigan as the sports continue to navigate this pandemic. Coming up at 640, we'll be hearing from Butch Davis from Butch on Sports in the Metro Detroit region, who will get us up to date on everything going on in the world of sports. Detroit Pistons, they were scheduled to play this afternoon, and that game has been moved to 8 o'clock tonight in Miami. So assuming that game is still on, we'll have that broadcast right here on ESPN at 1400 after our two-hour show, which you're listening to right now, called The Game. Coming up at 7 o'clock, we'll have our roundtable, myself, Butch Davis, and we're hoping to be joined by E.J. Russell, host of The Hot Seat in Escanaba, Michigan. But we have some local sports to cover here in the meantime, so let's start with high school volleyball from this past week. 
And there was one team in the Eastern Upper Peninsula still playing fall sports. That was the Rudyard Bulldogs volleyball team. And they were in a quarterfinal matchup last, last Tuesday against Carney Nadu. The Bulldogs beat the Wolves last year to make it to their first semifinal. And Carney Nadu returned the favor on Tuesday in Manistique as they downed the Rudyard Bulldogs by a 3-1 to one count. Carnegie won the first set 25-21, won the second set 25-16, lost the third set 28-26, and then won the final set 25-18. And neither team had played in almost two months because of the COVID-19 delayed and a paused season. And the Rudyard Bulldogs had an outstanding season under their first-year head coach, Amanda Reed, finishing the year 25-4. and For the Bulldogs on that night, it was Lane Grenfall leading the team with 10 kills, along with 14 digs, 3 aces, and 2 blocks. Sarah Bielan had 8 kills, 17 digs, while Brooklyn Besteman, she had 4 kills and 2 blocks. Paige Postma was the Bulldogs' digs leader with 27. She also served four aces, and Eve Cheney had four blocks, and Megan Postman also served one ace. The Bulldogs lose seven seniors to graduation, including Chesney Molina, Sarah Bielan, Paige Postma, Tori Tremblay, Addie Kuzner, Jersey Belleville, and Morgan Bickle. So that closes the book. On certainly a very unique fall sports season in the Eastern Upper Peninsula, as there were several football teams that made the playoffs in the area. We just talked about Pickford in a Division One in eight-player football. They were unable to participate in their uh, regional final, I believe, against Indian River Inland Lakes due to COVID-19. The Suhai Blue Devils, they won their first road playoff game over Cadillac, or I should say they won their first playoff game in Ludington and then it fell to Cadillac, and Cadillac's still playing. So certainly the fall sports season was interesting, and it's officially over here in the Eastern Upper Peninsula. Well, Carney Nato would go to the Division Four semifinal this weekend in Battle Creek. They fell to Auburn Hills Oakland Christian in four sets. And it would be Battle Creek St. Philip who would win the Division Four state championship in volleyball as they won an exciting five-set thriller over Auburn Hills Oakland Christian with the fifth set 17-15. to In Division Three, it was Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central over Schoolscraft in its straight sets to win the D3 crown. In Division Two, Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids Christian earned the state title as they knocked off Lake Odessa Lakewood in straight sets. And in Division One, Bloomfield Hills Marion, they won in straight sets over Lowell. Well, there was lots of high school football over this past weekend as the eight-player championships were held at the Legacy Center in Brighton. And congratulations to Powers North Central. They are the D2 state champions in eight-player football as they knocked off Portland St. Patrick by the score of 70-48. to Boy, they just had one heck of a season, claiming their third eight-player football championship. And congratulations again, go out to Powers. They got quite a program out there at Powers, and now they have a state championship. In D1 and eight-player football, it was Adrian Lewini Christian 
shutting out Sutton's Bay by the score of 47 to nothing. In Division I semifinals in 11-player football, Davidson over Rockford 27-3. They will take on West Bloomfield this weekend at Ford Field in the D1 final as West Bloomfield knocked off Belleville, a close one, 35-34. In D2, Traverse City Central fell at Mona Shores by the score of 43-30, and Mona Shores will advance to take on De La Salle Collegiate as they knocked off Oak Park 26-20. In Division Three, it was DeWitt shutting out Muskegon by the score of 14-0, and they will take on River Rouge in the state championship this weekend at Ford Field as River Rouge knocked off Chelsea by the score of 30-22, to and I'm sure Butch Davis will have a little more to say about that as that is right in his neck of the woods. In Division Four, how about Cadillac, the team that knocked out the Sioux High Blue Devils in the district finals, they won their state semifinal. A close one on the road as they knock off Edwardsburg 28-26. to And they will take on Detroit Country Day this weekend in the Division Four final as Detroit Country Day knocked off Williamston by the score of 12 to nothing. In Division Five, no surprise here, Grand Rapids Catholic Central all over Freeland by the score of 49-14. to and they will take on Frankenmuth in the state final in Division 5 as Frankenmuth knocked off Lansing Catholic over the weekend at 35 to 14. Division 6 Grayling a team pretty close to our area they fell at Montague not Bill but the school by the score of 49 to 14 and Montague will take on Clinton not Bill or Hillary the school as Clinton knocks off Constantine, not the Emperor, the school, by the score of 40-6. to So you have Montague against Clinton in the D6 final this weekend. In Division 7, a team that the Suhai Blue Devils defeated this season, Traverse City St. Francis. They win a squeaker at Cass City by the score of 13-12. to And they will take on New Lothrop in the Division 7 final. New Lothrop won their semifinal over Schoolcraft by the score of 36-21. to And finally, in Division 8, Johannesburg-Lewiston, they were shut out at home against Olby by the score of 43 to nothing. They will take on Centraville in the Division 8 final. Centraville earned a forfeit victory in their semifinal. So the state finals in 11-player football will be held at Ford Field in Detroit starting on Friday, your 10 o'clock game, Centraville against Olby in Division 8. At 1 p.m. on Friday, Muskegon at Mona Shores against Warren De La Salle in Division 2. In Division 6 at 4.30 on Friday, Montague will take on Clinton. And the D4 championship on Friday, 7.30 p.m., Cadillac against Detroit Country Day. On Saturday at Ford Field, Division 7, New Lothrop will take on Traverse City St. Francis at 10. In Division 1, Davison takes on West Bloomfield at 1. 4.30 game in Division 5, Grand Rapids Catholic Central against Frankenmuth. And the D3 championship will be Saturday at 7.30, DeWitt against River Rouge. Well, we talked a little bit with Matt Johnson about winter sports. And when we were here last week, we were waiting to hear from the governor and the Department of Health and Human Services as far as if the mandate would be extended, if it would be lifted. Well, it's kind of a mixed result as the Michigan High School Athletic Association announced that non-contact winter sports will be allowed to restart practice this past Saturday. However, the four contact sports 
may begin indoor practices this past Saturday with non-contact activities. Girls gymnastics, girls and boys bowling, and girls and boys swimming and diving is non-contact sports, and they can begin their competition before the end of the month. Swimming and diving can start their matches this week. Masks will be required of all participants, except when they are actively participating in gymnastics and swimming and diving. Spectators will be capped at 100 persons in school gyms and 250 in stadiums and arenas per the MDHHS orders. Basketball, ice hockey, and wrestling, they are considered contact sports and may begin non-contact practices this past Saturday with the first competition scheduled for February 1st. So, in our area, swimming and diving, that includes Sioux and Rudyard. They are able to have their meets starting this week. As a matter of fact, I think the Sioux High Blue Devils have their first meet this Saturday at Rudyard in the Rudyard Invitational. So a little more clarification came down from the MHSA a little bit later on last week as far as the contact sports. So for girls basketball, the first contact practice is scheduled to be on February 1st. Again, this means that you're able to run just your basic run-of-the-mill practice with contact. First contest can begin on February 4th. The girls' districts are scheduled to start March 22nd. The regionals March 29th. Quarterfinals April 5th. Semifinals April 7th. And finals April 9th. The boys are pretty much on the same schedule, except they'll start their districts one day later on March 23rd. Regionals on March 30th. Quarterfinals April 6th. Semifinals April 8th. Finals April 10th. And in ice hockey, first contact practice can begin on February 1st. You can also have your first contests on February 1st. Regionals March 15th through 20th. Quarterfinals March 23rd. Semifinals March 25th and 26th. And finals March 27th. So the athletic directors are still putting together the schedules. They did have schedules worked out, many of them, before this latest mandate extension came. And, and again, this is all depending on COVID-19 and what the state health department and the governor say. Certainly, I know the coaches and players want to get out there. They're practicing right now. They're wearing masks, and they're doing the right thing. And let's hope that they can get to the games, because certainly we like talking more about games than we do practice. Practice. What you talk about practice, man? We're going to take a break here on the game. We come back. We got some Lake Superior State University athletics to cover. The, bo- the men and women's basketball teams, they were in action this weekend against Purdue Northwest, the Laker hockey team against Minnesota State. We'll talk about all that and more coming up next on the game here on ESPN 1400. Leet Sports Center is geared up to help you make the most of winter fun. Shop their selection of boots, and why not make it a year for family snowshoe outings? Boots and tub snowshoes are now 20% off. Make sure to pick up your ice traction devices for those days when changing weather makes for slippery conditions. Spending your stimulus or expecting a tax refund? Let the Leet's Firearms Layaway Program help you make the most of it. Leet Sports Center is open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 6 and Saturday from 10 to 4. Conveniently located on the I-75 Business Bird. Stop in to see Terry and the crew at Leet's and begin your winter adventures. 
Is your furnace old? You could be dealing with a low-efficiency furnace costing you hundreds of dollars a year. The experts at Albert Heating and Cooling can help you with a new high-efficiency Bryant furnace. On sale now till the end of February. With your new furnace, you can buy an extended 10-year labor warranty for only $99. Start saving today with a new furnace and sleep soundly knowing you have no worries. Go online at albertheating.com or stop in at 3147 South M129, just south of Three Mile Road today. Bryant, Whatever it takes. Picture this. It's Monday afternoon and you're at Domino's buying a large three-topping pizza. You give the Domino's employee $7.99 plus tax, of course. Now, picture this. It's Friday and you're at Domino's buying a large three-topping pizza. You give the Domino's employee more than you paid Monday. You feel bamboozled. But then you hear this. Domino's extended its $7.99 large three-topping carryout deal to all day, every day. And so you danced and ate Domino's. Carry out only. You must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. What are the two things most teens should have besides a cell phone? A teen savings account and a teen checking account at Central Savings Bank. Your teen can learn how to save and budget their own money with one or both of these accounts. These accounts come with an ATM debit card with mobile wallet capabilities and access to things like internet banking and mobile banking, all with no monthly service charges. If you have a child 12 years of age or younger, they have accounts for them as well. Stop in any of their nine locations and ask about the CSB Savers Youth Savings Club accounts. Member FDIC. What's that? It's the noise Liam's Piggy Bank makes when he puts money in it. He has a CSB Savers Youth Savings Club account at Central Savings Bank. Oh, yeah? I don't have any accounts for either of my boys. Well, with this type of savings account, Liam gets prizes for deposits, entries for quarterly drawings, and much more. Plus, there are no monthly service charges. Member FDIC. Central Savings Bank. Ask what we can do for you. When it comes to you and your family's health, you want the best care possible. Arstrom Pharmacy, your locally owned Healthmark Pharmacy, is here to help. The caring and knowledgeable staff takes the time to get to know their customers, understand their needs, and help them on a path to better health. From prescription drugs to medical equipment and supplies, they are able to meet your needs. Arstrom Pharmacy offers a prescription savings club plan. Save on over 300 prescription medications. Some as little as $4 for a 30-day supply or $10 for a 90-day supply. Club members will also enjoy big savings on other generic brand drugs, too. With so many drugs covered by this plan, you could be paying a lot less for your prescription medications in the months ahead. Also, free delivery of prescription drugs within the city limits and a prescription drug pickup service at the War Memorial Community Care Clinic, Kinchlow. Call us for details at 632-9661. Arfstrom Pharmacy and Arfstrom Medical Equipment and Supplies. A lifetime of service in the Eastern UP at the corner of Ashman and Spruce Street in the heart of downtown Sioux, Michigan. Health Mart, caring for you and about you. You can catch podcasts of the game at thegamesportshow.com. Now let's get back to it with Scott Nason here on ESPN 1400. Welcome back to the game on ESPN 1400. Scott Nason with you on this Martin Luther King Jr. Day. As we continue to talk local sports, we'll talk regional sports coming up here in about 10 minutes with Butch Davis from Butch on Sports. And then at 7 o'clock, the hour-long roundtable, myself, Butch, and EJ Russell, host of the Hot Seat in Escanaba, Michigan. Well, the Laker men's and women's basketball teams were both in action this weekend. Let's start with the women who are at the 
Bud Cooper Gymnasium this Saturday and Sunday. The Laker women earned their first victory of the season on Saturday as they knocked off Purdue Northwest by the score of 60-58. to Madison Raymond led the way for the Lakers in her first game, scoring 21 points along with four rebounds and a pair of assists. CeeDee DeWilt, she had a she had double digits for the Lakers, 11 points in the win. She also added five rebounds and six assists. And then yesterday afternoon, it was Purdue Northwest knocking off Lake State by the score of 61-52. to Margot Wolder scored 22 points for the Lakers, who fall to 1-3 and on the season. And they're going to travel to Michigan Tech this weekend to take on the Huskies. First game set, excuse me, set for Friday at 3 p.m. And the Saturday tip-off will be at 1. Laker men on the road this weekend at Purdue Northwest. They earn a victory on Friday over the Pride by the score of 75-64. to Kimon Bassett had 19 points to lead the Lakers as they shot a good percentage from the field, 50% and went to 2-1 and one going into their Saturday game against Purdue Northwest. A close one, it was Purdue Northwest over Lake State by the score of 88-86. to David Wren led the way for the Lakers in scoring with 18 points. The Laker men will be at home this weekend against Michigan Tech at the Bud Cooper Gymnasium. They'll take on the Huskies Friday at 3 and Saturday at 1. Remember, fans... Cannot attend at this time, but you can hear both games right here on ESPN 1400 starting on Friday with the pregame show around at 2.45. Other GLIAC action over the weekend for the men on Friday was Grand Valley over Ashland, 65-52. Parkside over Ferris State, 82-55. Saginaw Valley over Northern, 83-73. Michigan Tech top Northwood, 50, or excuse me, 62-49. And Wayne State over Davenport, 86-68. On Saturday in men's basketball, Ashland earned a split over Grand Valley, winning by the score of 65-61. to Michigan Tech swept Northwood, winning on Saturday 68-63. to Northern, they ended up with a split against Saginaw Valley, winning on Saturday 69-57. to Ferris also split on the weekend, defeating Parkside 67, or rather 87-69. to And Wayne State, they swept Davenport, winning on Saturday 88-75. to So in the GLIAC North right now, Ferris 3-1. And everybody else, two and two, Lake State, Northern Michigan, Parkside, Ferris, and Purdue Northwest. So that looks to be a very competitive division for the men this season. In GLIAC women's basketball over the weekend, it was Parkside over Ferris on Friday, 86-82. Northwood knocks off Michigan Tech, 58-56, and Wayne State over Davenport, 91-57. Ferris would end up splitting with Parkside as they defeated them 91-89 on Saturday. Michigan Tech also earns a split in women's basketball as they knocked off Northwood 67 to 48. Davenport, they also split on the weekend, knocking off Wayne State 60 to 58. Other games on Saturday, Saginaw Valley over Northern 56 to 52, and Grand Valley over Ashland in a pair of top teams matching up there as it was Grand Valley knocking off Ashland at 73 to 68. On Sunday, Northern, they earn a split over Saginaw Valley, winning 61 to 45. And Grand Valley, they sweep Ashland, winning on Sunday by the score of 70 to 67. So standings in the GLIAC North for the women, Michigan Tech and Northern 3 and 1. 
Lake State, Ferris, Parkside, and Purdue Northwest all one and three. Laker hockey at home this weekend against a very good Minnesota State squad. As Minnesota State won on Friday night at the Taffy Abel Arena, knocking off the Lakers by the score of three to nothing, and then winning on Saturday by the score of six to two. Miroslav Muka and Yuki Mira scored the goals for the Lakers. And so the Lakers right now, six, three, and three. And they will be on the road this weekend, also up in Houghton to take on Michigan Tech. First game scheduled for Friday night at 6.07. And the Saturday game scheduled to start at 4.07. You can hear both those games over on our sister station, 99.5 Yes FM. Other games in the WCHA this past weekend, uh, quite a few were canceled because of COVID. On Friday, it was Bowling Green over Northern Michigan by the score of 5-1. to one. Bowling Green would sweep Northern Michigan on Saturday as they won by the score of 6-2. to two. Ferris State non-conference action. They shut out trying at home by the score of 7 to nothing. Games this weekend, Bowling Green is at Bemidji State for a pair of games starting on Thursday. Northern Michigan is at Alabama Huntsville. And Ferris State is at Minnesota State. Standings in the WCHA, Minnesota State on top with 12 points. Bowling Green in second with 10. Michigan Tech third with six. Alabama Huntsville in fourth with five. Bemidji has two points. Ferris State one. And Lake State and Northern Michigan, no points as of yet. So a big series for the Lakers coming up at Michigan Tech. Always a tough place to play. And they will certainly be hungry for some victories. We're going to take a break here on the game. We come back. We're going to switch to regional sports as Butch Davis will join us from the Metro Detroit sports area as the Detroit Red Wings in action this afternoon. A rare noon start at Little Caesars Arena as they fell to Columbus by the score of 3-2. to two. We'll also talk about the Detroit Pistons uh, winning on Saturday. Uh, we're supposed to play this afternoon. Looks like that game's going to be tonight right after our broadcast against Miami. And we'll also talk about the Detroit Lions. They got a general manager, and it looks like they might have a coach coming up here very soon. We'll talk all that and more with Butch Davis coming up next on the game here on ESPN 1400. Boss has your back when the weather turns white in light of day and dark of night. When winter shuts down work and schools, come with resolve and powerful tools. Endure through every push, salt, and stack until your streets are back to black. Taylor Thompson Sales and Service, your boss dealer, just off exit 373, Rudyard, Michigan. While our dining room is closed, the Wicked Sister is still open for delivery and carryout. You can still order any of our crave-worthy burgers and construction dip, but now you can also order any of our beer, wine, and signature cocktails to go. Call 906-259-1086 or visit our website, wickedsistersue.com to order. The Wicked's phone number again, 906-259-1086. 
MNC Water Systems has a solution for all your water needs. Want clean, fresh drinking water? MNC Water Systems proudly distributes Norway Springs artesian water, bottled right here in the Upper Peninsula. Cooler rental and bottled water delivery for your home and office are available. MNC Water Systems is offering contactless delivery right to your door, as well as curbside pickup. Call Mo at MNC Water Systems today at 906-647-7307. Serving the Eastern UP for over 25 years. It's a brand new year with something new. The Start Something New sales event on now at O'Connor's of Pickford. Get low mileage leases like a new 2021 Jeep Compass Limited 4x4 for only $219 a month plus tax and $3317 due at signing. A new 2021 Jeep Cherokee Lux is yours for only $259 a month plus tax and only $2826 due at signing. The Start Something New sales event on now at O'Connor's of Pickford. Buffalo Wild Wings wants to help you get through the work week. And Tuesdays and Thursdays might just be the worst days. That's why they've created Wing Tuesdays and Boneless Thursdays with a buy one, get one free offer. Let's crush this week together with Wing Tuesdays and Boneless Thursdays at the Sault Ste. Marie Buffalo Wild Wings. Go where the herd goes with the fast, durable Kubota Sidekick. Featuring a gas-powered engine that delivers a top speed of 40 miles per hour. Best-in-class acceleration and handling with cargo and the strength to haul what needs hauling. All backed by a two-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Herd cattle, men fences, and get every job done right with the Kubota Sidekick. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer and visit Skinner's at Pickford. Skinner's, your tractor source in the north. Go where the herd goes with the fast, durable Kubota Sidekick. Featuring a gas-powered engine that delivers a top speed of 40 miles per hour. Best-in-class acceleration and handling with cargo and the strength to haul what needs hauling. All backed by a two-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Herd cattle, men fences, and get every job done right with the Kubota Sidekick. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Skinner's and Pickford. Skinner's, your tractor source in the north. Let's get back to the Twin Sioux's only local, regional, and national sports show. Let's get back to the game on ESPN 1400. 6.43 on the game, ESPN 1400. Scott Nason with you coming up at 7 o'clock. We'll have our hour-long hour long roundtable with myself, EJ Russell, host of the Hot Seat, and our next guest, co-host and all-around good guy, Butch Davis. Joining us on the game, Butch, host of his own show, Butch on Sports, brand new edition released last night, which you can find on his webpage, Simply Butch 2, that's com. You can also find Butch's shows on our podcast site, thegamesportshow.com, thegamesportshow.podbean.com, as Butch joins us each and every week to talk about what's going on in the world of sports in Metro Detroit and around the region. Butch, how you doing on this uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, sir? Uh, we just hanging on in there, reflecting and... Just enjoying the day, that's all. Butch, day I, yeah, day off. And uh, you mentioned it on your show, and I, and I think it's worth talking about here as we open up uh, today with everything going on in our country, uh, remembering the life and uh, the message of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'd like you to start with that. You know, this obviously uh, a great man who uh, did so many things for all people and, and just a, really a day to reflect, especially uh, with all that's going on in our tumultuous country right now 
uh, he's turning in his grave here. Mm. Uh, basically, it's just very simple here. Uh, I, I think today has a lot of more precedence to it than ever before because of what we saw going on all last year. And then to top that off, the beginning of this year, it just it's just totally ridiculous here. Uh, we we got to do a better job here, you know, in 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 a lot of things. The school. The public school system, and especially them, got to do a better job there. And we're finding more and more uh, every day that it's, it's getting a lot more intolerable there. You know, you go to certain schools there uh, <clears throat> with a uh, high white population and whatnot there, and, and you, you're the only black, you're not getting any love here. And we're finding that out to be more and more true there. And that's got to stop there, you know. It, uh, again, I kind of mentioned last night, one for the kids here, you know. We're talking about our, our children, our adolescents here, to keep, you know, some things at bay. You know, this would be a little bit worse there. But again, the reflections is very simple. You know, just try to love each other. You can't have a conversation to, to kind of bridge the differences or whatever it may be. Then be nice and and, and keep it moving. <laughs> you know, this 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 stupidity got to stop here. It, it has to stop somewhere there. And there's a lot of adults right now who's not grown up here. So. Hopefully they grow up and, and for the for the sake of our kids and uh, stop the, the the craziness that's going on here. But again, it's right now more important to, to keep your peace. That's what Martin Luther King would want to do. That if you're going to protest, do it in peace. Uh, don't do it like we saw on January the sixth, where everybody wants to take over the world because of one individual there. That one individual. Is going out the door here, and he's asking for a military send-off here. You know, he's lucky that the military send-off don't don't end up with a bullet. You know, because it's, it was just that bad for many people who has relatives and friends who work in Washington D.C. And I have a lot of them there. You know, who got stuck in the mess, and it you know it you know, when your life passes you by. Uh, you don't know, but again, it, it's we got to stop all this mess here, Scott. It's but- got to stop. Yeah, Butch, I agree. Uh, let's go to sports here, Butch, and well, a rare Monday afternoon game for the Detroit Red Wings uh, coming off their Saturday night uh, first uh, victory of the season, and the Wings fall to Columbus by the score of a three to two. Uh, the Wings uh, scored a late goal and a little bit of rock'em sock'em robots there at the end of that game, a couple little scraps. But uh, the Wings one and two on the season. They'll take on Columbus again tomorrow at Little Caesars Arena. Butch, have you had a chance to see the Red Wings here over the last uh, few games? Uh, what are your thoughts so far? Well, today I went down there today, there this afternoon, and I watched the game, and <clears throat> it's the same. The game today was maybe a little bit. Uh, it was related transparency. It was just like uh, I do believe Thursday's grading there, they're, where basically they're glad to be playing hockey, but not showing it there. And I'm talking about the Red Wings in general. There's some problems arising again that I see. The Red Wings got to learn how to, you know, when they're on a, a dash in the offensive end, they got to learn how to shoot the puck instead of trying to be the Harlem Globetrotters here and thinking something is just going to pop up their way there. They've been very fortunate of that. The goals that they had today, uh, 
Bobby Ryan is a great example. When he got the puck, he didn't mess around with it. He shot it yep. and and scored. And, and if you just shoot the puck, good things happen. And the Red Wings have to do a better job at that. I'm seeing lacks in defense, which that's going to maybe happen. But, again, these guys have given two weeks of practice and whatnot there to kind of instill in these gentlemen that, if you don't play good defense, you're not going to win too many games there. And even down with the, the win on Saturday, okay, uh, the Red Wings got the lead. They immediately lost it, okay. And, you know, if it wasn't for some luck and, and some shots and going in the net, going off of people's skates or something of that nature, uh, it, you don't win that game, okay. But the Red Wings, you know, they – as far as efforts concerned, they're not getting blown out of any games there. Uh, they seem to be a lot more competitive. They're going to have to get a lot tougher there. They're a small team. They're not uh, as big as today their, their, their opponents was Columbus, which that is a big team. The average guy is there six feet two tall there yeah. versus the Red Wings might be 5'11". Okay? You... you Somewhere down the line, you got to find some toughness there, where basically you let teams know that you're not gonna, you're not gonna have it, and then you don't have these little particular scrimmages like we had at the end of the game there, where uh, Larkins uh, get a hold to his friend or his buddy from from school, <laughs> and they get into some hustle there and and, and separate, want to fight. It, you know. There's got to be some reason to what they do and whatnot there. And I'll tell you one thing. If the Red Wings show what they have shown last year, uh, I see at the middle of the year you're going to see a new coach. Yeah, I agree, Butch. They certainly have to uh, show a better uh, standing than they did last season. Butch, let's move on to the Detroit Pistons. Uh, we were expecting them to play this afternoon right before our broadcast, but that game at this point has been moved till 8 o'clock tonight, so we'll join Pistons basketball right after we get off the air here on the game at 8 o'clock. Pistons coming off of their most impressive performance, in my opinion, on Saturday, knocking off Miami, and, and I was going to make the kind of the the joke butch is how many days can we expect to see the wings and pistons win on the same day so far it's one i can't imagine it's going to be a lot this year but getting back to the pistons uh what's your thoughts on uh what was a very good effort on saturday well year and two months <laughs> last time we saw that happen there uh that's a long time but again uh the pistons played their best game of the season uh on on saturday there their, their best game and it showed that you know there's a lot more cohesion with those players now that as hopefully uh the head coach um dwayne casey gets down and and look at and get some uh, some you know, some cohesion when he uh, <clears throat> made changes on the floor there. Uh, he hasn't done that. The players been playing with this person, that person. you got to have some type of set lineup or some position of when these uh, players going in there. Uh, but, again, you know, looking at the game in general, uh, the big surprise is, is Jeremy Grant. He's doing excellently. He's a go-to guy. Something we have not had in in several couple of years, at least a couple of years there, where we can depend on in the late uh, goings of the game, uh, they can get the ball to someone who knows what to do with it and is very good at getting it to the basket and making some changes there. So, with all that saying, you know, that's again, I hate to 
<clears throat> to cry out the same old song and dance here. But if uh, if that doesn't get together, I do believe the middle of the season, yes, we will see a new coach for the Detroit Pistons. I don't think the patience is going to go that long. Uh, again, they showed their best game this past Saturday. Hopefully they do it again. But Miami is not going to be the same Miami team that they saw on Saturday. There, They're going to go out there with some type of vengeance there. Pistons basketball against Miami coming up right after the game here on ESPN 1400 starting at 8. Butch, let's move on to the Detroit Lions. We don't know for sure who their coach is at this point. There are There is quite a bit of speculation after yesterday's New Orleans loss, but we do know who their general manager is. On Thursday, the Lions made it official as Brad Holmes. Uh, who was uh, part of the Los Angeles Rams organization, uh, the new general manager of the Detroit Lions. Your thoughts? <laughs> he got a hard job. Yes, he does. Right <laughs> Good I'm luck. Sure. Uh, when he talked to the, the media tomorrow at 4 o'clock, he will basically uh, probably, you know, slip by the tongue, but I'm quite sure on Wednesday when this particular individual come into town, which is Dan uh, Dave Campbell, okay? Yeah. He will be announced as the new uh, head coach for the Detroit Lions. They're about stuck on that. They did have one virtual meeting with Campbell there. And from what I'm hearing from other colleagues, there was a maybe a pretty good doggone meeting there. They're not letting too many cats out of the bag there. But again, right now, I'm betting 10 to 1 to a dozen of donuts that Dan Campbell will be a former Detroit Lion will be the brand-new coach uh, that will lead the Lions and and hopefully get some doggone sanity back together with the, this particular team that has basically has had nothing to give the general public at all. Moving on to the Detroit Tigers, Butch, uh, on Friday was the deadline for players eligible for arbitration, and uh, the Tigers signed a bunch of players, and uh, they made a bunch of money. Uh, can you tell us anything about that? Yeah, a bunch of money. Nine players got signed there, and uh, uh, they 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 will enjoy this one-year contract. I'm talking about Buck Farmer, Michael Fomer, Nico Gertrin was another one, Daniel Norris, uh, Matthew Boyd, who got the biggest amount. And a lot of this money was prorated from last year when nothing was going on there. So, and Matthew Boyd was the big winner of that. He got about $5.1 million. So right now, Matthew Boyd, in actuality, is playing with a $1 million contract this year, although they they backloaded money from last year, and that added up to $6.5 million. The code to multiple sources that I, I checked that as, uh, out as well. Jeremy Canelateros, uh and also Jose Cenero, uh, and also uh, Jacoby Jones also got contracts slapped in their face there. And with all that going on there, you you about know who's going to be invited and who's going to be cut. So uh, hang your hat on. You're going to probably get the same team you got last year, uh, exception of the couple of trades or the several trades they have been making to kind of add to that particular stock. Uh, the language is going to be different. The culture is probably going to be a lot different. And it's going to be, you know, put up or get out of town by sundown because the Detroit Tigers right now got a slew full of rookies and and guys in the minor leagues right now that they can bring up immediately and, and put them to the test. And I'm quite sure 
They're not going to wait around for uh, the uh, the old folks home to, to continue to do <laughs> what they're doing and, and lay it out on the line when they got some of these young players are very anxious to get into a major league uniform. Butch Davis joining us on the game. Butch will be with us in our second hour for the roundtable, along with EJ Russell, host of the hot seat. We'll dive into the national topics. Uh, Butch of uh, the 11 player football finals this weekend at Ford field. We talked about the matchups a little bit earlier and certainly uh, I know one team you follow very closely river Rouge. Uh, they mm-hmm. are uh, in the final this weekend against, I believe DeWitt uh, Just tell us about that. You going to check out some of that action? Well, we'll probably definitely be checking out uh, the Davidson game in West Bloomfield. That's a Division One game that's going to jump off here on Saturday there. And I'll definitely be at the River Ridge game, hopefully, when credentials are cleared and they give us the word for that on Saturday at 7.30. But those those games are really big. Uh, other than Detroit Country Day, we'll be uh, playing on Friday there. Uh, they play Cadillac. They both have 8-2 and two records. That should be a bomb burner. That's a 7.30 game there. But the game I would like to see, and I'll probably watch it on telly there, would be Muskegon Mona Shores and Warren De La Salle there. Uh, De La Salle with a 7-4 record is a better team than their record has indicated there because they do play in a very tough schedule in Oakland County there. So I am very interested in that particular game as well there. But I'll probably watch that on telly. All the games are going to be on uh, Fox Sports, of course, there. Fox Sports Detroit or whatever is Fox Sports in your neck of the woods. That's what you'll see uh, these particular games on there or Fox Sports plus there. Certainly looking forward to that. Butch Davis joining us on the game. Butch, we're going to take our top of the hour break and then we'll come back on the roundtable. So we'll talk to you then. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break here for the top of the hour. We come back. We have a lot of sports to talk about on our hour long roundtable coming up next on the game here on ESPN 1400. When you're looking to score great pizza, make your play with your favorite hometown team at Guido's. Well known for their pizza, someone once said, You can't live on just pizza. Something they may not agree with at Guido's. You'll also love their pasta, salads, breads, and of course, their Guido Tizers. Make a power play and order online at guidospizzasu.com. And while you're there, look for their college student special coupon and save 15% on one regularly priced menu item. Guido's Pizza, 2673 Ashman. Call 906-635-0066. When you shop locally, you're helping the local economy. It's the same when you're a member of the credit union. We reinvest your money right here in town, so your investment becomes your neighbor's loan. You could say that around here, we know the neighborhood. Sue Co-op Credit Union, your credit union, federally insured by NCUA. Visit us online at suecoop.com. Everybody knows that H&R Block is the premier tax preparation group in the nation. But did you know that H&R Block offers year-round bookkeeping and business services that will help your small business cut costs, make profits, and streamline the business end of operations? From payroll and bookkeeping to expert tax prep and advice, see the friendly folks at H&R Block on I-75 Business Spur in the Michigan Sioux. Call 635-5970. Put H&R Block to work on your small business. You'll be glad you did. H&R Block, which is the Hockey Lakers success. I know, I know where the builders go. I go, 
Is it time to install new windows, doors, or paneling? Perhaps you're finally going to build that new deck or addition you've been talking about, or repair the roof. Stop at Sue Builder Supply. You'll find helpful advice and quality materials that will make every job easier. Whether you're ready to paint, insulate, install new windows, or kitchen cabinets, the team at Sue Builder Supply will make the task less daunting by coaching you with great how-to tips. When there's a building or remodeling project in store, make your first stop Sue Builder Supply. You'll receive the best building materials and hardware and great project advice every time. Sue Builder Supply, helping you make your building and remodeling projects a reality. On Johnston by the Bridge in Sioux, Michigan. Let's get to the second half of the game here on ESPN 1400, WKNW, Sioux St. Marie's sports leader. It's the Twin Sioux's only local, regional, and national sports show. Now, here's Scott Nason. Welcome back to the game on ESPN 1400. You can also hear our show online at thegamesportshow.com and thegamesportshow.podbean.com. Scott Nason with you on this Monday night as we continue to be joined by co-host Butch Davis from Butch on Sports and joining us on the roundtable tonight from Escanaba, Michigan, host of the Hot Seat on Thursday nights, which you can hear on our podcast pages. EJ Russell joining us on the game. EJ, how you doing, sir? Yo, uh, I'm doing okay. Survived the weekend. Uh, plenty to talk about. Not in the best of moods, but not in the bad. Well, let, let's start with you, EJ, and then we'll go to Butch uh, on the playoffs. And let's start in the AFC. Let's focus on those two games from this past weekend. Uh, the Cleveland Browns falling uh, to Kansas City yesterday in a game uh, closer than many people expected. Obviously, there were some things that happened in that game uh, that still could uh, hinder uh, the Kansas City Chiefs' chances going into their game against Buffalo on Sunday. The Buffalo Bills uh, really made short work out of the Baltimore Ravens winning that game by the score of 17 to three. So EJ, I'll go to you first. Uh, let's talk about the AFC, the games this weekend and what to expect uh, when Buffalo goes into Kansas city, at least that we know at this point. Well, I'll say this Buffalo showed me a lot because of the ability to shut down Lamar Jackson and that offense uh, is incredible. You know, injuries aside, that's still a, a tough task. Uh, and, and Baltimore's always been known for defense. They still put up 17 points to held in a three. Uh, great job by Josh Allen to lead his team to victory. Stephon Diggs playing very well, uh, additionally. Um, but when, when you get an interception and you take 101 yards to the house, I mean, that makes a huge difference. Their defense stood up, did a great job. Uh, my Browns, uh, boy, were we close about two plays away from potentially making it to the AFC championship game. Uh, the, the not called. Uh, crown of the helmet leading to the fumble out of the end zone call, uh, and then letting Chad Henney run for it on fourth down uh, there in late in the fourth quarter. you, you got to find ways to, to stop Chad Henney, number one. That's just ridiculous. The guy hasn't played since, you know, Michigan, it feels like. <laughs> I know he had I, I, I know he Jacksonville. Miami for a little bit. He played Jacksonville, Miami. I think Miami's where he spent a good chunk of his time, but um, great season for the Browns. Kansas City finding a way to continue to win football games. There's still going to be a tough challenge whether or not uh, they have Patrick Mahomes back there. I mean, yes, they have Patrick Mahomes. They're in a little bit better shape, but uh, Chad Henney is not a rookie. Okay, He's been around for a while. He knows how to play the game. He knows how to win football games. He showed us this weekend. 
Uh, I'm going to take Buffalo, though, going into that. I think that the Patrick Mahomes injury will be significant. I think it'll be a close game because Kansas City does, I think, on paper have uh, one of the best offenses in this league. Uh, and I really do like what they do on defense. Uh, but I think it's Buffalo's year. I think Buffalo gets back to the Super Bowl. Butch, let's go to you next. Uh, AFC games this weekend and uh, what you're looking forward to in the AFC Championship. It's a different game than I did there, I tell you right now. I saw a very good – I saw the team that played good dog on uh, solid defense uh, win the game there. Buffalo's not in the playoffs. It wasn't for the defensive line there. And, you know, you know Josh Allen, that's nice and that's cool, but he had friends and relatives and whatnot there to help him out get where he at there, you know. And I don't want to mess it up for everybody here, but Buffalo's a defense show up there. That will be a very hard game for uh, Kansas City to deal with there, regardless of who they got at quarterback or whatever it may be. Now, if we're going to talk about Kansas City, they were too. Uh, it wasn't no Patrick Mahomes in the, in the game at the last. It was their defense that made some stops, and it was also uh, teams, uh, uh, their players that was brought in on the ready to take care of business. If that includes uh, Chad Henning to come in there and do a job that no one expects them to do, then, uh, you know, so be it. But, you know, from the last I looked, uh, football is a team game, okay? A team game. It takes a whole lot of a lot of people to make that game uh, be successful for any team to win. And the best team that goes out there and performs on offense and defense there, they're going to win the game. And and historically, when you see games like that go on there, those are the ones that you remember there. So right now, the best defenses, and we ain't talked about Tampa Bay and, uh, <clears throat> and, their, and their opponent yet, but again, to me, if any quarterback shined and did uh, one heck of that was uh, Tom Brady there. That 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 man, uh, he he made it or break it for uh, for Tampa Bay there. Although their defense was pretty good at the end, and take on the takeaways with the Saints, uh, he played a pretty doggone decent game there. Uh, that was the most. Uh, wasn't so much convincing, but again, uh, Tampa Bay was behind and they muddled back and the defense got their stuff together and dealt with those particular takeaways that they, they, they got in the game, which was four of them there and, and made a job, made a game of that there. Uh, the other game I'm missing, I'm missing one more game there, but I didn't watch it. Packers Rams. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, that one I didn't watch too much, too close there. Um, from what I'm gathering from that particular game there, what can you say? <laughs> you know, that, that, that is going to be the, the end point to what, uh, the NFC is going to see with Green Bay in there. And if, 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 if things go to ready, and again, I kind of like Green Bay's defense came out there and played one heck of a game as well there. Uh, Rodgers was convincing, but again, if it wasn't for the defense there, we would have saw a much uh, greater uh, uh, ending to that particular game there. But the defense did show up and played pretty well for Green Bay there. Uh, uh, I'm not going to make no predictions there because I'm not scared. But it just, <laughs> it just you know, the best team is going to win there. And I've seen surprises before, but don't. 
don't hang your hat on Green Bay. I know a lot of you you pers there. It's it's hanging it on there, but again, don't hang it on Green Bay too much when you then you got a a team like Tampa Bay coming in there with a lot of good veterans there. And again, Nadamikin Sue. Let's say something about him. He played one heck of a game for Tampa Bay yesterday there, and he was a huge reason why they got the pressure that they did on group, on, on Breeze there and, and made stops with him. Yeah, really setting up for a couple of dandy games this weekend. Uh, going back to this past weekend in the AFC, you guys both hit on it. Buffalo's defense, to me, was, was the key. Early in the season, they weren't really that good against the run, but you know, you got these young guys, uh, Vernon Butler, Ed Oliver, Tremaine Edmonds that are playing well, and their, their backfield, uh, one of the NFL's best secondaries. For real. Yes, he is. And uh, Tredavious White, you know, he's been good. Micah Hyde has been good. And and I think that bodes well for the Buffalo Bills going into Kansas City. As you said, EJ, they just absolutely shut down Lamar Jackson. I, mean, I don't think many people had them getting three points and then having Tucker miss a couple kicks, which was even probably more shocking than that. I've been doubting Buffalo all year long, and they continue to prove me wrong. And, and they got a very good chance against Kansas City. Mahomes or no Mahomes. Obviously, if Mahomes can't get through concussion protocol this week and they go with Chad Henney, you know, they certainly have a, a much better chance, but you got to give it to Chad Henney, you know, and you got to give it for Andy Reid for making a couple great play calls there at the end. I mean, you're even fooling Tony Romo and that doesn't uh, happen much because he's usually pretty keen on calling the pretty keen on calling the plays, but it's one of those things that, you know, Andy Reid in big games like that just does a great, great job. And you said it, EJ, Cleveland was not that far away. And, you know, you go back in the old days of Cleveland football, you had the drive, you had the fumble. I don't know what you call this one, what, what the stretch, EJ, when uh, they were going in for that touchdown. But I will say this, that rule. They need to change that rule. I think that's a terrible rule. If it goes out of bounds at the one, Cleveland keeps the ball. It goes in the end zone. And it's not just that, you know, that's that's a 14-point play right there from what you take away from the Cleveland. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. You can't really blame the player for making that play. I know uh, Coach Stefanski in the post-game press conference, EJ was talking about, you know, we don't tell our players to do that, but, you know, it's just, it's human instinct. You want to score that touchdown, but Cleveland, certainly a very good season. I was pulling for them and it sets up for a very good uh, AFC championship game, EJ. In that Brown team, you know, the rules are rules and some rules were called correctly and some were missed and, and I'll leave it at that. But listen, these 2020 Browns first winning season since 2007, longest drought in the NFL snaps first playoff first since Oh two longest drought snaps first playoff win since 94. We defeated the Steelers this year, and this is on 11 regular season and 12 total win season for most wins since 1994. And that's back when the Browns were coached by a guy named Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah. Very, very good. So pretty good coach. Uh, very, yeah. And, and you know what? They're doing the right things. They're, they're moving in the right direction. I didn't touch on the NFC. I do want to hit on that. Yeah, let's quick. let's go there next, EJ. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's talk NFC. Uh, Green Bay did look a whole heck of a lot better than anybody else I saw this weekend. I thought they were the most complete team. They, they they beat the number one defense in the league pretty handedly, and they shut down a pretty good player on number 99, Aaron Donald. And, oh, by the way, made Jalen Ramsey uh, irrelevant in that game. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers, this, I, I think this is his year to get back and win a Super Bowl. 
I don't know that Tom Brady and that team has enough in the tank to compete with what Aaron Rodgers is doing right now. Yes, Tom Brady did go out and win the duel of father time. Uh, but that, you know, that was a good football game as well. It was back and forth. I, I had it on. They were trading blows the whole way. I just think Green Bay is going to find a way to win this because their running game has been significantly better than it has been in Aaron Rodgers' past, and their defense is significantly better. Butch, we're talking about the NFC games, and one of the things uh, that I noticed uh, in that Tampa-New Orleans game is Tampa actually ran the ball more than they passed. And, you know, Leonard Fournette, this is a guy that was cast off Jacksonville. People kind of gave up on him, and he's certainly, in my opinion, been part of the Tampa's resurgence, you know, for Brady not having to throw 50, 60 times a game to win. And you said it, Butch, the Tampa defense, obviously the three interceptions and making plays. They have the number one rush defense. And you look at all these games, you got some slingers out there and a lot of passing, maybe not a lot of running, but I think Leonard Fournette, maybe the unsung hero right now for Tampa. Well, this is what I'm talking about there. You ain't going to be slinging at that defense of Tampa Bay. Yep. Knock the crap out of doggone Aaron Rodgers and he go out there running to the doggone locker room with a concussion and whatnot. It's concussion season right now, and that's on plan. Plus the weather in Green Bay is not going to probably be favorable at all, okay? And when it comes down to your weather, your defenses that are more prepared are going to be leading that game. Aaron Rodgers is not going to have a chance. If he can if he can do some things uh, and, and be cool about it, that's fine. You know, again, this is not about the quarterback anymore. I think people make that mistake when they go to the betting halls and whatnot, and then they lose their money in the house. They're ready to jump off the roof. You know, it's all about the defense. The best defense is going to show out on this particular game there. So, you know, don't put it in the lap of Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers. You put it in the lap of the defenses that go out there and stop these doggone guys and, and put a dent to what they do because that's what's going to be the big key in both these games. There. And that's including Buffalo and Kansas City there. Prolific quarterbacks per se, but again, the best defense is they can figure out a way to keep every doggone thing at bay. Uh, and that's what's going to make the football game somewhat uh, the, 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 the deciding factor there. Yeah, if you would have bet the over-unders this weekend, I believe all four games were the under. And we'll talk more about mm-hmm. betting coming up here in a little bit. we got to take a break on the game. When we come back, we'll talk more sports on our roundtable coming up next on the Twin Sioux's only local, regional, and national sports show, The Game, ESPN 1400. For Neely's Hyundai, proving why they are the ones to trust for your next vehicle. Bringing home three Best of the EUP awards. Winning the Best Service Department, Best Used Cars, and Best Salesperson with Sally Van Leuven. If you are thinking of getting a new or used vehicle, stop up and see the trusted staff of For Neely's Hyundai today at 2988 Ashman Street, where all social distancing and safety precautions are being observed. Or shop from the safety of your home by going to their website, and in four easy steps, you can purchase your next vehicle from For Neely's Hyundai. Just go to For Hyundai.com. That's Fernelishyundai.com. Fernelishyundai, earning the trust of the EUP one sale at a time. 
If you're looking for friendly, competent, caring insurance service for your home, auto, business, or farm in the Eastern Upper Peninsula, see the folks at Don Wilson Insurance at 110 Dawson Street in the Sioux today. Don Wilson Insurance has worked with Fremont Insurance of Michigan for the past 20 years, and Fremont's been providing the finest coverage in the state of Michigan since 1876. For competitive rates on all your insurables, see the friendly staff at Don Wilson Insurance and Fremont, serving the EUP since 1999. Don Wilson and insurance in Fremont, big fans of Lake Superior State University and the Lakers. Looking for a good pre-owned car, SUV, or truck to get you through the coming winter? See the great selection of used vehicles on the lot now at Sioux Motors. More than 25 SUVs and 20 or more cars and trucks are available for the huge year-end savings program. Lots of escapes priced to sell, Explorers, Edges, F-150s, and there are nine sedans on the lot. If you want new wheels this winter, see the sales staff at Sioux Motors today. Sioux Motors on Three Mile, across from Walmart in the Michigan Sioux. Hi, this is Scott from Parker Ace Hardware. At Ace, we make painting a simple pleasure. Ask one of our friendly, knowledgeable Ace associates about our Ace Royal Paint, a high-quality paint at a price you'll love. You'll find Ace Royal Paint starting at an everyday low price of just $19.99 a gallon. It's another reason why, from a simple start to a fabulous finish, Parker Ace can help make your next painting project perfect. Parker Ace, the helpful place. Stop by Parker Ace Hardware. We're looking forward to serving you real soon. Stop by Parker Ace Hardware at 819 Ashman, downtown Sioux, Michigan. I support our community, so I shop locally and work with other area businesses whenever I can. My credit union does too, so I became a member there. My credit union offers online bill pay, mobile banking, and e-statements. I get first-name friendly service along with faster, smarter banking. That's an unbeatable combination. Sioux Co-op Credit Union, your credit union, federally insured by NCUA. Visit us online at SiouxCoop.com. You can catch podcasts of the game at thegamesportshow.com. Now let's get back to it with Scott Nason here on ESPN 1400. Welcome back to the game on ESPN 1400. Scott Nason with you. Continue to be joined by Butch Davis and EJ Russell for our roundtable. Don't forget, we'll have Detroit Pistons basketball right after our broadcast at 8 as the Pistons take on the Miami Heat. Let's go to Butch Davis for the next topic on the roundtable. I will take first crack and then EJ. So, Butch, I know you got a lot on your mind tonight. What would you like to bring up on tonight's roundtable? My brain is acting like a brain fart right now here. I just can't think of the Dolphin thing even really what I need to talk about. Maybe let's talk about the NBA right now and the cancellations that are coming about. We talked about it last week, you know, as a little tipper there. But, again, the when the crap hit the fan, it was a lot of games being canceled. And still, right now, there's some uncertainties with some teams in the NBA on how they're doing things versus the National Hockey League there. <clears throat> and they're just getting their season together there. Uh, we've seen a lot of back-to-backers there. So uh, that will be somewhat intriguing there. And also uh, the way the National Hockey League is doing their league, which they're putting everybody in the division or where the travel is not so significant there versus the NBA where New York, for instance, the New York Knicks play today, they'll be traveling to L.A. to play someone out there, I guess, both L.A. teams. So uh, your thoughts on how uh, each league, those two particular leagues, are going to be 
headhunters right now as far as this COVID is concerned. Yeah, Butch, we talked about the Pistons. You know, they were scheduled to play this afternoon, and that game got moved to tonight due to uh, testing and not having results back. Miami, they had some COVID issues uh, this past week. And you look at all the games that were canceled over the weekend, Memphis at Minnesota on Friday, Golden State at Phoenix on Friday, Phoenix and Indiana on Saturday, last night, Oklahoma City, Philadelphia, Cleveland, Washington, tonight, Cleveland, Washington. And, you know, we haven't even gotten through the the week. And, you know, the NHL, I think, is being a bit smarter about it, trying to, you know, keep the travel to a minimum uh, where the NBA, like you said, Butch, you, you know, you, you're in New York one night, you're in L.A. I mean, they're usually they're doing the schedule like they have all year. And right now, that doesn't seem to be a very good idea. Obviously, with the NHL, it's very early, but I think the NHL certainly has a better plan on paper as far as how to combat COVID-19. I don't believe any games in the NHL have been canceled as of yet, but there there will be. I can assure you this pandemic is still here. We're still uh, having uh, many positive cases per day. And, uh, you know, as much as the protocols need and should be followed, uh, you know, there's there's going to be times where they're going to have COVID conditions. And so I think the NBA, while they really can't change much right now, at least in my opinion, it, it's certainly looking a little better for the NHL, although it's still early in the NHL season. Uh, EJ, your thoughts. This is I, I, everything in the NBA is going to be challenging. You know, uh, th- there's no easy way to bob and weave through this. It's a tough, place that we live in i think the nhl and butch you just you brought them up for a minute i think they did a great job by localizing these divisions and i think that that would probably have been a little bit more uh what the nba should have done i really liked what they did with the bubble system i would have liked to have seen that um return in a sense but uh maybe let them bring their families with this time try to figure out a way to make it work but um i'm still grateful for what we got that's the bang I've, the drum that i've been banging the entire time uh, you know, I think that the best teams will still find their way. Uh, and, you know, the cream rises to the top. Um, they're going to find a way to get this season done, but uh, it's going to be a challenge just as everything else is this year. Butch, uh, any final thoughts on your topic? Well, you know, I was just thinking a few minutes ago, if um, hmm, the commissioner who just re- who retired, uh, Stern, who retired, if this particular individual who is running the National Hockey League has stayed in the NBA, he would be running the NBA now here instead of Adam Silver there. There's something to think about, boys and girls. But I tell you right now, uh, I call him Napoleon there. I mean, the commissioner <laughs> of the National Hockey League has done a, to me, look like an excellent job on how they're, how they're doing things there and how they're getting things together. Um, We'll see, like I said, if, this, if the NBA can overcome some mistakes there. They seem to want to toughen up everything, uh, toughen up the, the, the latitude of it. But again, that doesn't seem to be working too well when it comes down to the players and their discipline after they leave the arenas or, or, or when they're on the road there and they, <clears throat> decide that they're lonely and need to hit the strip clubs and whatnot. Uh, I think the NBA needs to be a little bit more tougher on what they're doing. If they can't get tough enough, then Adam Silver, I do believe what he needs to do is stop it 
and pick one venue or a venue that maybe all the teams or maybe some of the teams can gather at and set up bubbles in order to get the season done. I don't think it's going to be successful enough for the NBA to get through the season without some bumps and bruising. I'm quite sure the National Hockey League is looking for those too. As per today, uh, we watched the Red Wing game, and Fabray is not in the lineup. Also, Darren Helms is yep. not in the lineup as a culprit there. Uh, but again, the system of the taxi squad seem to keep things going there where you get those extra players on the rosters where they can continue on to, to keep move, keep it moving there. Uh, again, you got to tip your hat off to, uh, Batman there and that thought of, 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 of a taxi squad where again, if there's some interruptions of players catching this, that, and the other, they can kind of maintain there. And, you know, it's just something to think about. But again, uh, uh, some rules and some things are going to have to be changed up there in the NBA. And I do believe that uh, a good idea would be some type of taxi squad where they can get over where those particular people in the taxi squad aren't sequestered to the point where if they need at least six or seven guys, they can get them at, at a moment's notice versus they can't do anything right now when one or two players get sick because, again, the whole team is at jeopardy to be quarantined. That's a great point, Butch. Uh, EJ, we'll get to your topic in the next segment. I wanted to kind of piggyback off of Butch's topic to talk about the James Harden blockbuster trade last week as James Harden is now a Brooklyn net joining Kevin Durant and at some point Kyrie Irving as a potential super team in the East. Uh, lots of picks and other players were involved. It also involved the Rockets and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, we'll go to you first, EJ. Uh, thoughts on the Harden trade and, and just James Harden in general? Well, I, I think that James Harden opening up his restaurant in Houston is quite comical. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's now moving on. Uh, but listen, what James Harden has been doing this year, his behavior off the court, um, some of his uh, decisions that he's made, has not been the most responsible. Uh, you know, I, I don't like the whining and crying your way to a trade the way he did. It just, you know, ask for it, show up, play. Uh, yeah, I get that he did show up, but like it, it just it felt ugly. I didn't like when it gets. I don't like when it gets like that. Uh, but until Kyrie comes back to that team in, in full and totality, I don't know that it really matters because it took LeBron and Kyrie a couple of years to get that going. Kyrie looked like it was going to work in Boston. He said he was going to stay there, and then he didn't. He's kind of a wishwashy dude, and those stories that when he was younger, you you were hoping people were like, oh, they're just blowing things out of proportion. Uh, it seems to be that Kyrie can be a trouble in the locker room. He, he causes some turmoil. Like, even if he doesn't cause turmoil, there's enough noise in the press that it can make a difference in the way that your team plays. And so uh, Kevin Durant is one of the best players in the world. I love him matching back up with, with James Harden. I'd rather see Kyrie get traded and bring Russell Westbrook to Brooklyn. That's what I'd love to see. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's I, I, I'd love to see what Kevin Durant and James Harden can do now that they both, you know, are MVP caliber players. Uh, Kyrie Irving's the piece to, to, to make it see if that works. You know, my Cavaliers got a couple guys in this, but I don't know where they were going to be the team that makes the most noise here. Butch, uh, potentially a lot of drama, I think, on that Brooklyn team with the individuals that I mentioned. Your thoughts? Uh, <clears throat> until I see it, I'll believe it. 
I know. Um, there you go. Uh, yep. You're working in mental health there. <laughs> I'm quite sure you can get a basket there and take it on down there and uh, probably remain for the rest of the season there because uh, New Jersey's going to really need it there. Uh, you got a lot of personalities there. Uh, Steve Nash seems to be the perfect person for that job because, again, he's a little bit younger coach. He understands players and their headaches and also their pains as well as their, their beefs and whatnot. Uh, he, I think New Jersey got picked up Harden for a security blanket there in case Kyrie Irving decides that he don't want to show up the rest of the season there. And we have seen in past where Kyrie Irving has – uh, showed his rear end. He did it in Boston. He did it in Cleveland. Uh, he, he, he's doing it right now in uh, New Jersey. Uh, it, 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 I think that, to me, that's the reason Harden was a big deal on that. I think New Jersey's management staff uh, think that they can uh, get by and be in the finals and they don't want anything to stop that. I think Kyrie with his baby, baby, uh, baby shark type of attitude there <laughs> didn't get it done. And, uh, right now they went after Harden basically and gave up the house to get him for insurance that, you know, you don't discourage other players that they got. They got rid of some good players as well there. Uh, Allen going to the Cleveland, they're going to be a whole hell of a lot better there because that's going to put pressure on Andre Drummond. Uh, just to do his job and just put rebounds out there. He's not a really prolific scorer, and I'm talking about drumming per se, but he could be a better scorer because he got backup now and he has some energy to burn. He's not one of them players that'll do 40 minutes every night or 35 minutes. If you keep him down to uh, some controlled time there, Cleveland's going to be a lot better. I think that, that trade do help Cleveland a big deal in getting into the playoffs there. They're a little bit above Detroit right now, if uh, if I <clears throat> should say so myself. Uh, the other flip side is Houston there. Um, I think they're going to be better off with, uh, with them gone there. I think they got a nucleus of nice young kids down there. Christian Wood, who was a former Piston, who I can't understand for the life of me why they got rid of him. Uh, he's doing a fantastic job down there in Houston. Yeah, uh, you guys both made some great points, uh, and I agree. I think this is a, a trade that helps everybody. Again, wait and see what happens in Brooklyn, but it certainly helps Cleveland, uh, you know, picking up some players, and it certainly helps Houston because obviously Harden didn't want to be there. They get some draft picks, and they have a halfway decent squad down there, but obviously Brooklyn is going for broke here because all three of these players, Durant, Irving, and Harden, all are under contract through 2020-2023 with Harden and Durant both set to earn more than $40 million in each of the next two seasons. So Milwaukee, many people thought were the favorite, but Brooklyn, they might be the favorite, but there's a lot of teams in the East. Nobody thought Miami would make it last year, and they did. So certainly we will have to wait and see. We're going to take a break here on the game. We come back. EJ Russell's going to throw out the next topic on the roundtable. Coming up next on the game here on ESPN 1400. 
Just because another mandate has come down from Lansing doesn't mean you still can't enjoy your favorite food and drinks from Sue Brewing Company. Open every day, offering carryout. During the present mandate, we're offering $2 off growler fills. So treat yourself to a Laker Gold, Maggie's Irish Red, or 13 IPA. Now on the corner of Ashman Street and Portage Avenue, your town, your beer, Sue Brewing Company. Since 1916, a lot of independent agents have recommended auto owners insurance. And a lot of parents have taken that recommendation to heart. So have a lot of their children, and grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. As we celebrate our first 100 years, auto owners insurance thanks all those who have put their trust in us. And all the generations who will. Visit Madigan Pingator Insurance Services today on Water Street in Sioux, Michigan or at MadiganPingator.com. Leaf Sports Center is geared up to help you make the most of winter fun. Shop their selection of boots and why not make it a year for family snowshoe outing. Boots and tub snowshoes are now 20% off. Make sure to pick up your ice traction devices for those days when changing weather makes for slippery conditions. Spending your stimulus or expecting a tax refund? Let the Leeds Firearms Layaway Program help you make the most of it. Leaf Sports Center is open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 6 and Saturday from 10 to 4. Conveniently located on the I-75 Business Bird. Stop in to see Terry and the crew at Leet's and begin your winter adventures. Is your furnace old? You could be dealing with a low-efficiency furnace costing you hundreds of dollars a year. The experts at Albert Heating and Cooling can help you with a new high-efficiency Bryant furnace. On sale now till the end of February. With your new furnace, you can buy an extended 10-year labor warranty for only $99. Start saving today with a new furnace and sleep soundly knowing you have no worries. Go online at albertheating.com or stop in at 3147 South M129, just south of Three Mile Road today. Bryant. Whatever it takes. Picture this. It's Monday afternoon and you're at Domino's buying a large three-topping pizza. You give the Domino's employee $7.99 plus tax, of course. Now, picture this. It's Friday and you're at Domino's buying a large three-topping pizza. You give the Domino's employee more than you paid Monday. You feel bamboozled. But then you hear this. Domino's extended its $7.99 large three-topping carryout deal to all day, every day. And so you danced and ate Domino's. Carry out only. You must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. Let's get back to the Twin Sioux's only local, regional, and national sports show. Let's get back to the game on ESPN 1400. 7.34 on the game, ESPN 1400. Scott Nason with you. Continue to be joined by Butch Davis and EJ Russell on the round table. Now, don't forget, if you missed any of the show or you want to hear the full two-hour version, just go to the website, thegamesportshow.podbean.com. We post the show about half hour after we get off the air. You can download this or any episode, including Butch on Sports, The Hot Seat with DJ Russell, our friend Dave McKegg over in Sioux, Ontario, and all sports-related material all at thegamesportshow.podbean.com. As we continue our roundtable, let's go to EJ Russell for the next topic. EJ, what's on your mind tonight in the world of sports, sir? Well, I know we addressed it pre-show, and I just had to say it because we are on air. Uh, I did lose a bet. I have been wearing an Alabama T-shirt for the entirety of this show. Looks great on you. I got mail today. It looks terrible. I oh, mean, such a good I color. Went, I went out, a little side note here, I went out and I got my first professional massage ever today, and I had to walk in there. I didn't know that I knew the individual behind the counter, and she saw me wearing the shirt and commented on it, and I was quite embarrassed. So it's doing its job. Shout out Patrick Wade. He's a new listener of ours, old Air Force buddy. 
I lost the bet, but I'm owning up on that. But you know what, Scott? I don't I don't know if I have a topic yet, so I'm going to defer to you here. Well, first of all, I'll say roll tide roll, EJ, and uh, wait, wait, way to go on, uh, you know, living up to your uh, wager and wearing that. And the picture's on Facebook for anybody that wants to see it. I'm owning it. I'm still wearing it. If you want to know, send me a message. I'll send you a picture. I got it on. It looks really good on you, I got to admit. Uh, well, it's a big week in the sports betting world, as it is expected quote-unquote, that the wait for online casino gambling and sports betting in Michigan is over. Last week, the Michigan Gaming Control Board announced at the board's monthly meeting that an announcement regarding approved operators such as DraftKings and FanDuel could happen anytime between now and January 19th. As I look at my watch, today is January 18th, so we are very close to having online sports betting legal in the state of Michigan. Uh, Once the board approves it, uh, there will be about a four- or five-day waiting period before platform providers can begin accepting wagers, which will allow for additional testing time before their applications go live. Uh, Right now, only licensed casinos in Michigan, uh, the 24 tribal casinos and three Detroit casinos are allowed by law to offer online gaming and sports betting. And uh, this was a law passed back in 2019, but because of COVID-19, there's been some delays. Um, One of the casinos close to here, Bay Mills Resort and Casino in Brimley, has partnered with DraftKings. Uh, And we also talked about the other ones. So the question I have is, gentlemen, what do you think about this? Are you excited about this? And will you partake in online sports betting and casinos legal very soon in the state of Michigan? EJ, we'll go to you first. Um, I, I, I 100% think I'll participate. You know, I, I we were just BSing about it uh, the other day, a couple friends of mine, and I'm not a big gambler. Uh, you know, besides Super Bowl squares, fantasy football, and my March Madness pool, I'm really not a big sports gambler. You know, on the hot seat, we do cover sports gambling. You know, there are a ton of outlets out there. Scott, you named a few FanDuel, DraftKings, ESPN's got the Daily Wager Show. Uh, you know, a rival company, uh, there's Barstool does a big gambling section. Uh, there's so many different outlets right now that are providing avenues for sports gambling that I think it's got to catch on. Uh, you know, will I place more bets? Sure. Uh, do I feel like I'm going to be the kind of guy that I'm going to go place, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, $100 on a game? No, you, you'll probably see me betting a buck or two just uh, to have some skin in the game because I'm not a big gambler. But, yeah, I will probably participate. I say probably no. I will definitely participate. I know, uh, you know, if I'm going to do a gambling section on the hot seat, uh, I, I, I sure as uh, heck better put some of my own skin on the game, uh, in the game, excuse me. So I'm excited to see it happen. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, I know the sports book in the local casino here has been open for some time. Uh, I still have not gotten my chance to get out there and uh, place any kind of significant wagers, but I've uh, got a few bets through there so far. So I'll participate. I'm excited. Uh, just hoping to keep my uh, money in old hip national bank here, you know. Butch Davis, let's go to you next. Online sports betting and gambling in the state of Michigan uh, potentially will start as early as this week. Your thoughts? <laughs> I won't be participating in none of it, that's for sure here. But I'm quite sure many will uh, go about it there in their own special way of trying to see if they can beat the odds and whatnot there and make a little chump change or 
something here. Uh, I think the big worry, and, and, and you know, some of my friends and whatnot have their discussions is, is how much would that migrate into the sports uh, uh, detail here with teams like the we have four major teams here. And, you know, how much will it uh, influence the athletes uh, who are not going to be partaking in this in this dealing of sports betting via live or <clears throat> on uh, on their phones or whatever? How will it affect them? Will things be infiltrated to the point of maybe a player giving up a game or not really going out there doing their best? In order to, um, you know, shoot down sports betting there, because again, that's a lot of scary thoughts from a lot of people that, you know, that certain players may get influenced from outside entities and whatnot. Maybe referees or, or judges might get influenced from that. Uh, a lot to say about it. Uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, if it doesn't pick up the economy to the point where you see a lot of people robbing banks and whatnot, you know it didn't work. But uh, if you see it where it ups another Andy there, one thing my father used to tell me about betting is if you gamble, the only people who make money is the people who front up the money there <laughs> because they got probably more than you do. So they can – they can snap the eyes to a certain percentage. They can influence a lot of ways where the only person who's going to get rich is them. So, again, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm not a big advocate on sports betting there, per se. But, again, a lot of people uh, want to get in those particulars there, armchair viewers included. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's certainly going to be. Inter- never leave a heater. Never leave a heater. <laughs> exactly. It's certainly going to be interesting, yeah. uh, gentlemen. And I'm, for one, am very supportive of this. It's it's a hobby of mine. Uh, I've been doing it for a while. Not not as much recently here in Michigan, but I can go back to my jaunts across Canada into Canada before uh, border closures, where I would play what's called the pro line over there, where you could bet on sports league. Legally, uh, when I was stationed in England uh, overseas, I uh, partook in, in in a few wagers on on boy horse racing, cricket, soccer, you name it. So I, I'm very excited for this. I'm very excited that a couple of these platforms that we mentioned are offering uh, bonuses as far as to sign up, you get X amount of credits. And so I, I always like to play on the house's money. I'm I'm not a, a professional gambler. I'm not a, a very high roller gambler. But anytime I would go to the casino. I'd always try to to get up a little bit, put that money away, and, and play on the house's money. And so as long as people have the personal responsibility, and please gamble responsibly, as the ads say, in promoting this online sports betting, I'm very excited for this. I'm very excited uh, to try, try to say this is my stock market. I, I'm not a stock market guy. I don't know the the mutual funds and the, and the, and the bonds or anything like that. This is my stock market, and so I'm not gonna not gonna forfeit my house or mortgage or anything like that. But you know, a few extra bucks here and there to uh, put on some games. I'm certainly excited you know about. Go ahead, EJ. The sports game, like Scott, you said the stock market, right? Like I love the stock market because it's all statistics, right? Just follow the trends, the math. Normally, you can win. That's what's exciting about sports gambling is you can go out on a limb and pick 
the Chicago Bears to win their playoff game or, or, or the, the the Washington uh, football team. I almost made it. Very good. Uh, but you you can go out and you can place these crazy wagers and win a ton of money. And because you, you know when you, you you can gamble a little bit more with your heart, it gets you a little bit more into it. Uh, I think sports betting uh, makes random games so much more fun. You know, right now I'm watching uh, Louisville, Florida State. Uh, you know, I, if I if I didn't know better, I probably would have bet on Louisville here because I don't watch much college basketball. Uh, you know, they're nine and two, Florida State seven and two, and they're getting blown out by. Uh, a bunch of points here in the first half. So it makes, it puts an edge on the games. It makes it a little bit more exciting. And I think the one good thing that sports gambling does do is even if they're just into it for the gambling, they're watching sports. And I love when people are watching sports because sports bring people together. And we like when people listen to sports like our listeners on this show. We're going to take our final break here on the game. We come back. We'll have time for at least one more topic, and then we'll get to our thumbs up and thumbs down for the week. All coming up on the Twin Sues only local, regional, and national sports show, The Game, ESPN 1400. What are the two things most teens should have besides a cell phone? A teen savings account and a teen checking account at Central Savings Bank. Your teen can learn how to save and budget their own money with one or both of these accounts. These accounts come with an ATM debit card with mobile wallet capabilities and access to things like internet banking and mobile banking, all with no monthly service charges. If you have a child 12 years of age or younger, they have accounts for them as well. Stop in any of their nine locations and ask about the CSB Savers Youth Savings Club accounts. Member FDI I see. What's that? It's the noise Liam's Piggy Bank makes when he puts money in it. He has a CSB Savers Youth Savings Club account at Central Savings Bank. Oh, yeah? I don't have any accounts for either of my boys. Well, with this type of savings account, Liam gets prizes for deposits, entries for quarterly drawings, and much more. Plus, there are no monthly service charges. Member FDIC. Central Savings Bank. When it comes to you and your family's health, you want the best care possible. Arbstrom Pharmacy, your locally owned Healthmark Pharmacy, is here to help. The caring and knowledgeable staff takes the time to get to know their customers, understand their needs, and help them on a path to better health. From prescription drugs to medical equipment and supplies, they are able to meet your needs. Arstrom Pharmacy offers the Prescription Savings Club plan. Save on over 300 prescription medications. Some as little as $4 for a 30-day supply or $10 for a 90-day supply. Club members will also enjoy big savings on other generic brand drugs, too. With so many drugs covered by this plan, you could be paying a lot less for your prescription medications in the months ahead. Also, free delivery of prescription drugs within the city limits and a prescription drug pickup service at the War Memorial Community Care Clinic, Kinchlow. Call us for details at 632-9661. Arvstrom Pharmacy and Arvstrom Medical Equipment and Supplies. A lifetime of service in the Eastern UP at the corner of Ashman and Spruce Street in the heart of downtown Sioux, Michigan. Health Mart, caring for you and about you. Boss, as your back when the weather turns white in light of day and dark of night when winter shuts down work and schools come with resolve and powerful tools endure through every push salt and stack until your streets are back to black Gaylor thompson sales and service your boss dealer just off exit 373 rudyard michigan 
While our dining room is closed, the Wicked Sister is still open for delivery and carryout. You can still order any of our crave-worthy burgers and construction dip, but now you can also order any of our beer, wine, and signature cocktails to go. Call 906-259-1086 or visit our website, wickedsistersue.com to order. The Wicked's phone number again, 906-259-1086. You can catch podcasts of the game at thegamesportshow.com. Now let's get back to it with Scott Nason here on ESPN 1400. Welcome back to the game on ESPN 1400. Scott Nason with you. We're continuing to be joined by Butch Davis and EJ Russell on the roundtable. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have Detroit Pistons basketball right here on ESPN 1400 as the Pistons set to take on the Miami Heat. Butch, let's go to you for one more topic tonight on the roundtable. What's on your mind, sir? (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, uh, Let's see here. I can think of something dumb and stupid. Um, Will the winner... uh, Winter season for high school sports. Will you think they will go without a hitch, or will they go on time? And and many people, I think, right now feel that that's not going to go out on time, regardless of all the billing they put into it there. But again, um, let um, you know, get you guys' opinion on that. There, we were talking a little bit about that earlier with one of our guests, Butch, and I was actually talking with one of our guys at the station about that. Right now, winter sports have started the contact sports, basketball, hockey, wrestling. They've started non-contact practices. My son had his first practice tonight. He's a ninth grader at Sioux High, and, you know, it's no contact. They're wearing the mask. They're doing a lot of drills in expectation of the games starting as early as February 4th. I'm a little skeptical to uh, to be quite honest as far as if this is going to happen. Certainly the uh, latest order, which was extended, they did allow some other sports to start swimming and diving. I, I One of them uh, along with a couple others, but boy, I, we got a buzzer going on there in the background. Not sure what that is, but it, it's certainly uh, something that's going to. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. I mean, you're 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 going up against the clock as far as you know. If you start the season on February fourth, you potentially could um, have some issues as far as you know trying to get the season in. Right now, the championships uh, for winter sports are scheduled for uh, mid March, and if you do a little more of that, it, it certainly you know, then you're going into April and possibly May and, and you still have spring sports to worry about. So right now I'm not too sure. I, I'm not too uh, certain that things are going to work out as far as the winter sports season with uh, the MHSA, but we'll certainly just have to wait and see EJ Russell. If you're still there, uh, what are your thoughts on the winter sports season? I, I think that that buzzer that we're hearing in the background uh, is the end of us having any idea of what's going to happen. Because, <laughs> You're right. Uh, I, I, and I say this uh, without trying to be political, but our governor makes so many decisions in this state that um, I don't know that are uh, always expected. Uh, I, I think a lot of people aren't expecting the next thing she's going to do, and that makes trying to anticipate the rest of the, how this high school season is going to play out. You're like, uh, I hope that it goes off without a hitch. I 
fully anticipate that that's not going to be the case. I mean, the other day I was looking at, and I say the other day it was probably in the last week, two, maybe three. But but later than I expected, I looked at the paper and they're like, oh, UP State Finals and football. I'm like, what? Like, how is this still going on? Yeah. So n- nothing's going to go forward as normal. Uh, uh, again, that buzzer's the end of us having <laughs> any clue what's going to happen. Butch, uh, EJ and I are a little skeptical about the start of the winter sports season as far as competition. Great topic. Your thoughts? And that makes three, okay? Because, <laughs> again, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> until you get a hold on certain things right now, you know, this pandemic has been a roller coaster full of uh, people hyping things up and not being able to deliver here, you know, from money's on down the shots here. And I think, uh, you know, right now we're supposed to be in the phase where basically the teachers and uh, the people 65 years old are supposed to get shots and they're not able to do it because we don't get a delivery or someone has not paid some money. Uh, and, I, and it's going to affect the kids, the, the kids in some type of way, shape, form, or fashion, I do believe. And in that, you know, you can't, you, I'm definitely, if, if that don't happen, you can't have fans in there. Uh, if you do, you're stupid, okay? It's it just, it's not safe. Uh, if you do have things going the way they should be going, then yes, I can see expectations a little greater for things to happen, like parents being able to see their children uh, uh, participate in the sport, you know, and, and definitely deal with that. Right now, they had to cancel bowling um, <clears throat> and some other sports right now that are non-contact sports, and this is where I'm coming from. Um, I know bowling all this weekend was canceled, and now that is a non-contact uh, endeavor there. Why was it canceled, okay? Um, they know what's happening up there in Lansing, where basically right now um, it, it's not a goal. So I'm going to see some wild, some wild and flutters into this particular thing here when it comes down to uh uh, these, these young kids uh, being able to have an uninterrupted season. Gentlemen, uh, we got about six minutes left in the show, so we got a little extra time. A lot of times this segment is rushed because we talk a lot, which is fine because we have good content, in my opinion. But let's get to our thumbs up and thumbs down for the week. I will start. Thumbs up. Alabama Crimson Tide winning the national championship on Monday. Nick Saban now uh, has won a bunch of them. Alabama certainly had a great season, although I agree with Butch. The playoff system needs to be changed. And thumbs up, you'll like this one, EJ, to the Cleveland Browns for a very good season, proving that they can play right with the Kansas City Chiefs. Lions fans and Browns fans have a lot of similarities, a lot of heartbreak. Uh, we didn't lose our team for a few years. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're, we're alone on an island. Uh, thumbs down to the fans of Alabama in Tuscaloosa after the game crowding the streets, acting like there's not a pandemic. It, it was a bad look, and, well, I'm not very surprising, to be quite honest. And thumbs down to Kansas City, Buffalo, and Green Bay and the fans that they had in the game. I mean, boy, I'll tell you what, I was looking at that and like, geez, are we in a pandemic or what? It, I don't know. I, I'm of the opinion that we should not have that many fans together. Most of these fans were wearing masks, but many of them were not. And so I just didn't think it was a very good look. EJ Russell, your thumbs up and thumbs down for the week, sir. Uh, thumbs up for the week in sports. 
Uh, I got to give it to, and I'm not, I'll give it a little bit extra than a week since last week I wasn't on, uh, getting ready for Ohio State game, uh, which didn't go well. (laughs) Um, oh crap, I I forget where I was going to go here, but, um, good thing we have time. Thumbs down to the fact that I have to wear this thinking Alabama. (laughs) Roll tide. Absolutely. I, I do not like this. I'm still wearing it. I swear on everything. Um, but but thumbs up for the week in sports. Uh, I do say that I do like having the fans there to kind of go the opposite point of view, Scott. Uh, I think that, it, you know, the game that I went to, the Cleveland Browns against the Indianapolis Colts in Cleveland this year, um, I thought that the organization did a very good job of trying to make sure that the fans were doing what they were supposed to be doing. Uh, in the playoff atmosphere, it's a little bit different, but I don't think it's the NFL playoff without fans there. So, um Maybe roll it back a little bit. Uh, there was, I can't remember which game it was, but I remember seeing fans up at the top section. I was like, okay, that's probably a little bit too far. It's probably a little too many people, but um, I, I like having the fans in the stands. Um, so I- I'll go with that. Thumbs up to fans in the stands. I-, I will add this, by the way. Going into the NFL playoff this week, or into the entire NFL playoffs, do you guys realize that Cleveland had three teams in the playoffs? Wow. Anybody? No. Ready for a little history lesson? No. L.A. Rams used to be the Cleveland Rams back in the 1920s. The Baltimore Ravens used to be the Cleveland Browns <laughs> before 1995. And now you had this year's Browns. So Cleveland had three teams in the playoffs this year. So I'll give a thumbs up to that fun fact for you guys as well. And they all lost. <laughs> Butch Davis, your thumbs up and thumbs down for the week. <laughs> oh, hit the wayside here, buddy, huh? Oh, well, let me see. Thumbs you win, down. Win. I, I, I can't. You know, think of any thumbs down that I can well, love, love to slam somebody on there. It, you know, I I would say the thumbs down to somebody that broadcasted on the football game oh, there. Got that was, right. But was somewhat re- ridiculous there. And, you know, after you watch Nickelodeon do a, a, an excellent job, and I really don't have no use for any uh, no uh, broadcasters anymore on TV. Um, but thumbs up is going to go to a guy. He he's left us um, to a better place there. Uh, Fred Oster, he passed away uh, on last Saturday on the ninth. There, I didn't say too much on the show. I did mention that on the show last night there uh, when we got the word because uh, it was a shock to everybody. He was a guy, uh, one of the big names in hydroplane racing in Detroit, as you know. Uh, hydroplaning in the Detroit River is a big thing every single year as of per last year when we didn't have none at all. This guy kept everyone at bay. I know when I was a young whippersnapper once upon a time and I was going down to report on the thing and I had no idea what they do in the etiquette there. This guy just took me around like I was his kid and showed me the, showed me the ropes there. He's not, he died at 94 years old. Uh, but he was one heck of a guy when it comes down to uh, uh, conversating for uh, uh, making sure that you were at home, you knew everything you need to know, and also help you with the etiquette of the uh, hydroplane. And, uh, and he was really appreciated by me there. So that's my thumbs up. Well said, gentlemen. And you can hear more from Butch Davis. Yeah, Butch Davis and EJ Russell on the game next Monday night and their respective shows, Butch on Sports, which you can find on our website, thegamesportshow.podbean.com or go to Simply Butch 2. That's T O O dot Podomatic.com. You can hear more of EJ Russell on the hot seat 
which you can also find at thegamesportshow.podbean.com. Gentlemen, appreciate you both being on the show. Great roundtable as always, and we'll talk to you next Monday night. All right. Okay, ah. final time mentioning I'm still wearing the Alabama shirt. Very good, very good, that. EJ. Don't forget we have Detroit Pistons basketball right after our broadcast as the Pistons set to we take do. on, we do, the Miami Heat. For Butch Davis and EJ Russell and our special yep. guests, Matt Johnson, Scott Nason, signing off on this Monday night. Don't forget you can hear the full two-hour show on our website, thegamesportshow.podbean.com. We'll talk to you next Monday night for our next edition of the game here on ESPN 1400. Thanks for listening to the game here on ESPN 1400, WKNW, Sault Ste. Marie's sports leader. Check us out next Monday at 6 for the Twin Sioux's only local, regional, and national sports show. You can hear the podcast of the show and other broadcasts at thegamesportshow.com.